Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome to today's episode. Today is the fourth installment in a series that we are doing to close out the year, which is all about how to create your renaissance of radiance. So in my work, which really spans across 25 years of experience in different manifestations of the embodied arts. There are six portals that I have seen drop a person into their body, into their senses, and conjure that radiance that happens when we see the spark of the soul come alive through every cell. And one of those portals is radiant creativity and dreams. So our first few episodes on a renaissance of radiance had to do with body, beauty, and sensuality. And you can go back and listen, or you can just stay right here. They're not sequential in that way. But there is a quality of momentum that is created when we pour ourselves into these portals of radiance with embodiment, with beauty, and with the senses, where we start to wake up our sense of true desire. And so do you have dozens of desires but feel like you lack the time and the motivation to create them? Do you feel stuck sometimes in chronic procrastination, particularly on the things that fuel your creativity, 
So the more linear, less sexy tasks of supporting your creativity. If so, please know that there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. That's really the number one sign to me that a client is blocked when it comes to their true desire. And when I say blocked, what I mean by that is that there's pent up life force bundled in bodily emotional tension that we need to liberate if we are to attract and magnetize their true desire. And you may also be somewhat allergic to the word attract. (laughs) I know I am, or can be. And so if that's true for you, I urge you to hang with me until the end of the episode, because we're going to talk about that and how the word attract, or, you know, I'm attracting these things, or I want to attract these things. One of the things that is really the baseline of our episode today is magnetism. And magnetism, in my experience, particularly in the world of the law of attraction, can be perceived as keeping your energy and your vibration really high to control or influence the outside world. And I'm not going to negate that. There are a lot of people for whom that works. What I find works better and feels more genuine to me is an understanding of magnetism that is rooted in relationship between me and what I desire. And so that's something that we're going to talk about in our gems today. And what we're also going to talk about is how to blend the feminine arts of creative magnetism with the masculine superpowers of healthy discipline, focus, and embodied action. I am so excited to share this with you because this technology has absolutely changed my life, changed how I work, changed how I structure my time, what I choose to work on, what I focus with. It is revolutionary, if I do say so. And it's not something that I made up. These are the energies of nature that I have learned how to be in harmony with through my own just practice as a human being, but also through my training as a certified feminine embodiment coach. So we're going to go on a journey in today's gems. And I also want to share that this journey is just the tip of the false eyelash. (laughs) I was trying to think of something a little more sexy than uh, an iceberg. The tip of the tassel of what is to be explored on this topic, and not just explored from a cognitive learning sense, but from an embodied practice. And today, my loves, is the final day to enroll in the Come to Your Senses Coterie for 2024. And the word coterie means a small group with a common purpose. And that feels especially relevant here because one of the things that we do in the coterie during this particular 
month, this segment where we explore radiant creativity is a game called Goals, Garters, and Girlfriends. And I've been playing this with my coaching clients for years. It's called Goals, Garters, and Girlfriends because we choose a goal and there is a game played amongst the members that has to do with the power of community support to creating your goals in the world and garters because there are prizes delivered in the form of lingerie. So I know that you are already having the seedlings of dreams and desires of what you want to focus on in 2024. And if going about that with less pressure and more pleasure, less slaying, more seduction, less feeling pushed from behind, and more feeling drawn forward by your desire. Head to a lifewellsaver.com, baby. That is the website for the coterie. You can learn all about the six phases that we're exploring in this series and all about how the coterie can support you in creating mastery around these six phases. You can also schedule a 30-minute call with me where we can do a throwdown on your desires for bringing more radiance into your life in this coming year, a lifewellsaver.com. So our first gems, basically with our gems today, we're going to focus on these poles, these two sides of the spectrum that we call feminine and masculine. And another way of saying that would just be the depth of our desire, meeting the drive and the discipline of our desire. So we're going to start with this more feminine side which is our relationship to magnetism. So as I talked about in the intro, law of attraction and attraction in general can sometimes be perceived as keeping a high vibration, keeping your thoughts hygienic towards creating your goals and your dreams, etc., etc. We know this. This works. I've had this work for sure. And what has really transformed my life is focusing less on the fixed state of keeping that high vibration and diving deeper into the magnetic relationship that I have with my desire or that I don't have with my desire. So we are in relationship with everything. (laughs) There's literally nothing in life that we're not in relationship with. I'm in relationship with the dog hair on the blanket that's on my lap right now. I'm in relationship with the trees outside, with the people I love, with you, my listener. Everything in life is relationship. And our desires are also something that we're in relationship to. And the typical relationship to desire 
might look something like feeling like you should be taking action, beating yourself up if you haven't, you know, this more law of attraction method of like always trying to keep positive thoughts about desire and retrain your mind. And those can be effective methods, but what I would consider a more outside in approach and magnetism is based on an inside out approach where we are looking at our relationship to this desire through a neutral perspective. So let's say, for example, I have a desire to go live in Europe for a couple of months, which I do. And when I notice that desire, that desire feels very far away. And when I notice, you know, and this is a uh, very shortened (laughs) description of the process of going through uh, embodied magnetism and examining this relationship, which we do in depth in the coterie. But when I look at that desire, I've got my eyes closed right now. It's like that desire feels far away, both in time and in distance, like physical distance. And when I look at some of the obstacles to that desire, family is an obstacle. Having other priorities that take precedence in my life is not really an obstacle, just a fact. And so too, my linear brain I sometimes look at my life and I'm like, oh God, I want to go live in Europe for three months and I should be saving more money and I should create a vision board and all these things. But when I actually drop into my body and my senses around it, I am fine with that desire being far away. And if I decide that I want to unravel some of those threads of emotional tension and draw that desire closer to me in the process, I can do that. But just looking towards that relationship, it's like my mind can relax a little bit because I'm clear that I actually don't want that yet. And my mind can back off a bit on tormenting me that I haven't seen this desire come true yet when it's not even something I'm ready for. Now for you, you might have a desire to draw more clients into your business or money into your job or whatever, more resources. And of course you might want that. Who doesn't want that? But when we drop deeper into the body, you might discover that there are beliefs that receiving that kind of money might require a greater level of visibility and receiving than you feel capable of. You know, recently I was doing a magnetism practice around bringing the right number and the right people into the coterie. And when I dropped really deep into it, I realized that there was a part of me that was resisting and didn't want that number in the coterie because I didn't feel supported enough. And I got really real with myself that I need to hire extra support staff. 
And now that I have that staff in place, it's like, I feel luscious and open and like, come and get me. (laughs) And I am more magnetic to my desires. And so some questions to drop into your own life and your own relationship to your desires is if you choose one passionate desire that you have, that maybe you've had for a while that hasn't come to fruition yet. Some really fascinating questions are, who would I have to become to have this desire? What am I afraid of in receiving this desire? Do I really believe that I can have this? Who might I have to let down or disappoint or distance myself from? If this desire would come true, what discomfort would I have to tolerate in order to have this desire? And then once you have illuminated some of those points of tension that may be creating obstacles or blockages between you and your desire, you can start asking some of those more magnetic questions of, who would I become if I had this desire? You know, in my voice, there's much different inflection in contrast to the question as I asked it before. Who would benefit if I were to receive this desire? What other areas of my life might change or improve if I were to have this? What would this desire have me know And what would it have me believe to create a more magnetic intimacy with it? And so this is where those aspects of law of attraction start to come in, is that when those obstacles and blockages have been looked at and embraced and even loved for their innocence, obstacles blockages, resistance. These are just qualities and aspects of your life force. They're not bad or wrong or weak or undeserving. They're just truth. And so once those pieces of truth that are perhaps currently hidden in the shadows have been alchemized into power, by bringing them into the light, then we start to align our vibration with the pleasure and deliciousness and and power of our desire. And that is also when we can start turning towards our more masculine end of the spectrum of action, drive, ambition, and discipline. And so truthfully, when I have done a magnetism practice, or when you do a magnetism practice, which again, is something that I teach you to really master in the coterie. And this is a skill that will carry over into every aspect of your life. When magnetism And this concept of relationship is really understood and really felt and mastered on an embodied level. 
action becomes crystal freaking clear. (laughs) And action, what you will most likely find is that your actions after a magnetism practice are completely different than what you thought they should be prior to the magnetism practice. Because prior to the magnetism practice, we are being run by the knowing of desire, but without the clear navigational pulse of that magnetic polarity. With my desire to live in Europe, previously, I would think, okay, actions towards my desire. I will create a budget and I will create a vision board and I'm going to look at apartments in Paris and I'm going to download an app on my phone and I'm going to study French every day. And I'm exhausted just even talking about it. And after dropping into this magnetism practice and once again, conversing and relating with the desire itself, I got real clear set up a savings account just for the Europe trip and put a certain percentage of every deposit that you make in that account. It's so simple. And I save so much time and effort and energy and can devote that time, effort, energy, and creativity to things that are closer in my orbit of desire. I know for myself, I have some big, big desires in the coming year. And they're not so much big in terms of scale, but they're big in terms of their depth. And as I envision pursuing them, I feel so, so grateful because in the past, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love a good rally up, get my masculine hairs on the back of my neck, nice and spiky and charge on towards my goals. I actually get a lot of satisfaction from that. But what I have also found is that when I come solely from that energy, I end up going in a lot of circles and chasing my tail in pursuit of my desire because I'm taking most of my actions from a mind-based place. And the mind is brilliant, especially when it is utilized in its superpowers to serve the wisdom of the body rather than to control the body. And so my loves... That brings our gems for today to a close. And as I said last week, if this was useful to you and created some new sparks of possibility and desire to have a different kind of technology in pursuing your goals, dreams, and desires that can bring more focus, more clarity, and more successful, simple, streamlined action to your endeavors, towards your dreams and desires, or towards your workday at an office job. You know, this is not just a technology that's applicable in the realm of manifestation, but 
in the everyday tiny decisions that make up the fullness of our life. Head to a lifewellsavored.com and I will see you in our next episode. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video today.